0: welcome back to life and business second season this is the first episode we couldn't start this episode without telling you this episode is to put you up to speed and to tell you what has happened during this year and first i had a baby (laughs) so she's almost one year that's amazing it's one year ago that i started life and business podcast so during the first season I couldn't be that present when I was uh, launching the first season. So here I am doing everything I can to to enjoy this season because I really like it. I really like the podcast. And I think it's one of those things that I feel luxurious. It's like, oh, yes, I have a podcast. (laughs) I'm going to keep doing it even though I don't have enough time. But we decide where we put that little time. We decide where where to put our own energy and I decided to this is the time to have a life and business second season launch even if it's December it's yeah it's it's an odd release date but if it's not now when right Welcome to Life and Business. This is a podcast where we talk about money, family, kids, business, life, and how all of these things are mixed together in a perfect recipe. My name is Rosa Camero, and I am your host, and I am really happy that you're here and you are going with me in this journey. What has happened in my year? Oh, I had a baby. She's, she's almost one year old, so Imagine. Lots of things has happened. In one year, it's just I think you can see where you were before and where you are now. So in one year, you can see, okay, I wanna go there, I wanna be there, but when you reach that point, then you will see, wow, I am not where I wanted to be, or I am, and and it's much better, and it feels so great that I had that goal. So one year tells a lot where are we going? Uh, so I had a baby and it was, it, it was great. I was really tired in the end with my two pregnancies. I have felt like really creative and I have been really active and doing things. I think to the universe that I had really nice um, pregnancies. So I didn't suffer about anything. I needed to be checked. Uh, often because the first time I had C-section, and then this time I had a natural birth so they needed to be they needed to check because the baby was coming late she didn't want to go out from the womb <laughs> and she was really really warm and really nice uh, inside the inside the belly so she didn't want to go out <laughs> and she waited two weeks imagine and they induced me so I had an induced birth and that was that was really difficult in the end I couldn't walk uh that much and I couldn't move that much because I I was I had I was really heavy like I felt heavy I felt like I cannot do it (laughs) anymore and I remember we went to the hospital and they wanted me to go back to my home because I didn't have contractions so they checked and they said okay you are dilated I think three or four centimeters. Okay, so come back tomorrow. It's like, I don't wanna come back tomorrow. Like I I want to have this baby now. And they say they didn't have enough stuff. So imagine, so I I was desperate and I, what, like, I cried. I <laughs> literally cried there. And they told me, you know, and we have a space eh, during the night, then we call you. Or maybe I can check. And if you just stay around, go and have dinner and then come back later. I will tell you, we can take you in today. So we stayed uh, nearby. We went and have dinner and they called us. They called us like one hour and a half later. They said, you know, we have a spot. Let's just come and check in. So it's like you're having a baby today. And yes, actually, it was a big process of around, I think, maybe 12 hours. And they needed to make sure that I have everything. Like I was OK. I was full with with uh, cables and they needed to hear the, the heartbeat of the baby. So yes, it was co- it was very different from my first time that I had a C section. The baby, then after that, I have a terrible postpartum depression. My baby didn't want the, the boob. So she didn't want to drink milk from from my my breast. So we had a fight. How can you have a fight with a baby, right? You're you're asking yourself that. It was really difficult because they tell you that's a natural thing to do. Things you need to breastfeed, you need to give your baby your milk. But what happens when the baby doesn't want the milk? This like she cry, I cry, and I got really depressed. And then winter here in Denmark, dark. It was everything add on to 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 those feelings. So I was in a really dark place. And also had a lot of time because I was on maternity leave. I had, I have time to think about what I was doing. And during that time, I noticed that I didn't enjoy what I was doing. In the end of my pregnancy, I was really tired and I didn't want to keep working. I felt really, really tired. And I thought it was a pregnancy, but after having the baby, after having this time where I could Think and I was away from work. I noticed that I wasn't happy. I noticed that I wasn't I, I wasn't fulfilled with what I was doing. At some point, the the, the company or the marketing agency that I was running it, it was getting bigger. We were having amazing projects. I ended up in a corner where I didn't want to be. I realized that I was burnt out. I realized that I felt resentful and I felt disappointed. And even if I earn lots of money with different projects, like the company could grow more, I I, I don't think I couldn't have enjoyed more because I was already disappointed. I was already um, enraged and I had this moment and and these feelings, and I was, this is not the way I want to enjoy working. like this is not the way I want to run a business. And I don't want to feel disappointed or resentful uh, towards my business that is actually making money that is actually giving me something and also I felt resentful with the people I was working with. So I stepped back and I went. In, like in myself, I had an uh, introspective on myself. And I realized that I didn't want that. So I decided to leave that business journey and decided to do things by myself. So I went from having a team and having a steady income <laughs> to going back to do something different to start something different, to just create something different. And in my mind, and this is probably the ego talking, it was going to be easy because I already have experience. I already like people know me. People want to work with me. It was going to be easy. It hasn't been as easy as I thought. But this time, the journey is different. I'm enjoying it and I'm learning and I'm getting rid of all habits all part patterns that i was following that i thought that was the only way of making money and this time i'm making money on my own terms and this time i'm making i'm making my business the way i wanted and the most important is that i i love what i'm doing and i love supporting other creatives and i love it, talking about money and yet being a coach for those that they want to have their business, but they don't know how or where to start. That's what I was missing, that, that I miss when I started my business. Like I tried to find mentors or I tried to find people who can I could work with in the film industry. Like I couldn't find anyone. Like no one is open to share their success because they're afraid other people going to steal from them. And also they're too busy. It's like they're not... Uh, they don't have the time to sit down with someone new and explain those things. It's the way I'm doing now. I'm having my program and I'm doing one-on-one coaching with uh, with people who wants to open their creative business. And i also doing marketing consultant and I'm working with companies as well. That can be another revenue stream for, for your business, but we're not used to that. We It's like you struggle alone, right? Or... We have the problem that we don't ask for help. We think we know everything and we think we can do everything ourselves. And sometimes that's not true. It's not sometimes, it's the truth. We cannot do everything ourselves. But in the beginning, that's the way it is. At the beginning, when you open your own business, when you're having your own adventure, you need to do everything yourself. Well, you know what? The great thing about that is that you get to know your brand and your business, inside and outside. When you hire someone, you know what works, what doesn't work, and why you like, why you are the owner. It's like taking ownership of that CEO role, right? And so, yes, I opened this business back, I will owning in June, and it's been amazing. If you have followed me for some time, you know that I love to talk about vision boards and you need to see yourself where you want to be making lists, you know, manifest. So I talk about all those things. So I have my vision board and I have my phone and I have a vision board there and I have also a vision board in my screen, in my, in my computer screen. And I had, uh, since I started in the beginning of the year, I wanted to have, a program. I wanted to have a kind of like a mastermind, like a program, like a course, something digital where I could help others. So I wasn't sure what I wanted, but it was in my vision board. Now I have it. So from, I think, the six things that are in my vision board, only one hasn't become real. Uh, but also, I have uh, applied for my, my permanent residence in in Denmark. And this is like, this is an exclusive because uh, I have been granted the permanent residence and that was also in my vision board. And it's really difficult for those who live in Denmark, you and you are a foreigner, you know, applying for the permanent residence and the, all the immigration process is very um difficult, it's not an easy task, it's, it's not easy to live here as a, to live here in Denmark as an immigrant. So that was on my vision board as well. And that became true. So all the things that I share in my in my vision boards that I want to have that most of the times, or not most of the times, all that all the time become real. Some of them, they take less time than, uh, than others. Some others, I need to wait a little bit longer, but it's like, I know that that's gonna happen. It's, that's the thing, like you need to believe. You need to believe that's gonna happen. It's not about just putting it out there, but doing the job, taking action and believing. The believing part probably is the most difficult, but it is possible. And you don't have to believe all the time. You don't have to be positive all the time. And you don't need to be uh, happy all the time because that's impossible. We are humans. And it's just not possible to be positive and to be, uh, and to be happy all the time. But when you feel that the ugly side of you is taking your persona or is uh, becoming very real, you stop. And then you think, okay, this is not the person that I want to be, but it's fine. I accept myself. I love myself. And this is the way I am. And it's fine. I just, just saying that right now, I just felt like, oh, okay. So I can breathe. It's, it's fine. That's the way it is. Right? Yes. I was talking about the program and it wasn't my vision board. I didn't know how to start it. And it became real. If it became real in the end of August, September, I am running a program. It's called Prosperity Creators Hule, And that's the program. I mean, I'm in love with the people there. We are having amazing coaching goals. Creatives are awakening. They want to have a legacy. They want to feel something for the future. They want to change the world. That's the kind of people that I am surrendering the Prosperity Creator School. And I'm so happy. And this wasn't my vision board and now it's real. So I invite you to create a vision board, especially now that it's the end of the year. And it doesn't matter if it's not the end of the year when you are listening to this episode, it doesn't matter, you can start today. So you can use a newspaper, you can use magazines, or you can just go to Canva. And have your vision board. If you're a visual person, that helps a lot. That helps where you want to be in the future. What do you want? Most of the times we know what we don't want. But when people ask you, or if I ask you right now, but what do you want? What is that thing that you want? Then that's, that's when you're going to say, um, I don't know. So, this is the time for you to think: what do you want with your life? What do you want in the future? Where do you see yourself in one year? Put all those wishes and, and dreams in your vision board. Just put a put a picture in it, maybe have a little title. Um, I mean, you are the owner of your own destiny. So, whatever you want, just share it there. And have it in a place where you see it. Like for example, I have one in my screen in my phone. I have in my screen, in my computer screen. I have one that it's uh, hanging. Actually, I want to hang it here in my wall. And um, I have my dream house uh, that I've been dreaming with them for a long time. And actually, that's uh, that's in the in the fridge. So we have that as like this is what we want. Both uh, <clears throat> my husband and I, we. We, we want that, that dream house. And I know it's getting, I know it's getting real. I know it's going to become a reality at some point. So what do you want? What are your wishes? What are your dreams? Share that um, in a vision board. And tell us, uh, and yeah, if you want to come to any of the groups or if you want to send me a private message and tell me this is my vision board and I want to share with you just to make it real you know like I'm sharing I'm talking about it this is going to happen I believe this is going to happen when you share about it when you talk about it and when you are certain that that's going to work and even if you're not certain (laughs) that counts as it's already happening so See you next time. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me in this first episode. I'm so excited to be back. And if you have any questions, if you have any comments, please reach out. I will be happy to know about you. So see you next time. Bye.